Roland Christian Habimana, CEO and founder at Spaces and Scapes, joins us for this episode of Meet the CEO. He discusses sustainable architecture, interior design and landscaping. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Who is Roland Christian Habimana? Tell us more about yourself. I am Roland Christian Habimana. Uh, I am the CEO and founder of Spaces and Scapes Limited. Um, I was born and I am based in Rwanda and I'm an entrepreneur and a professional interior designer. Uh, I did my studies in the School of Architecture and I majored in interior and environmental build. Uh, at a young age, I always wanted to be of service um, to those who know me well, um, either being in military service or uh, medical service. Uh, but I had a talent and uh, a big thirst of, of art, um, a big passion for art and the fine things. Uh, when I grew up, I had to think clearly, and I eventually traded my passion for art and service um, into something, let me say, that has the two. So I found balance in design. Design for me is a problem-solving process based on principles of art and service. So I am a servant and I am a merchant of wow, if I can say, because I found purpose and balance in design. Walk us through the ideation of space design. When was it set up and what was the need that pushed you to open up shop? Uh, I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2011. And I founded and registered Space and Scapes in 2015 when I was done with the university. I wasn't pushed really into entrepreneurship. It is something that I've picked from my father, uh, though he passed uh, January this year. But he uh, has always been my support uh, since my early days of entrepreneurship. He was an expert in economy and uh, building enterprise. And I think he saw that I had a sparkle, but I didn't have guidance. So he removed fear in me and uh, injected fire uh, to have a vision and a mission. So the basic entrepreneur uh, values and uh, ethics, uh, I really picked him, picked it from him. Building a custom business is hard, and yet you have chosen the niche of design, both architectural and interior. How have you navigated and combined the aspects of both worlds? Well, it was by demand. Uh, I am a trained creative designer. Uh, when I started my venture, I was offering interior design services. But my clients and the product that we had uh, kind of pushed me or gave me an opportunity to serve more. So I started uh, doing collaboration, collaborating with uh, other firms, uh, especially architecture firms. And uh, I got to a point whereby I needed um, uh, people in-house. So I I hired uh, architects and uh, a full engineering team. So I felt the need to make a difference. I felt the need to change the narrative. I felt the need to, to do more especially that what we were doing was a bit different to what uh, others were doing here. As we were proposing um, a different design approach, we were proposing uh, a more sustainable uh, design approach to our project. And yes, the need need was there um, because for us, every client is unique. 
And every company is unique and it should be unique. So our role is to fill that need, um, to customize a house into a home, um, an office into a, an enjoyable workspace, uh, a public space or an open space into a beautiful landscape uh, and so on. For us, it's not a niche, uh, but a mission, if I can say. COVID-hampered business in the current economic landscape hasn't been kind to business. Have you dealt with this? As everyone else, COVID has hit us in a very unexpected way. But I am one of the lucky people who actually took advantage of that period, uh, especially on a personal level in terms of growth as an artist, as a designer, spiritually, physically. It's actually funny that during that period, that was the best shape of my life in terms of fitness. And on a business level, of course, business had to shut down. But I was actually kind of ready to brace for impact because I've been following the pandemic since December 2019. Uh, And it's a good takeout for a business founder to always be informed and uh, follow your your primal uh, business instincts, if I can say. because it, it kind of pushed me to plan ahead uh, and survive uh, me and my team that, that period. Any challenges? As many startup companies, we have as well many challenges. Uh, but for me, I'll just me- mention uh, this one is especially how people understand your business and your practice. And I'll just say this, a design need is not a luxury, but a basic need. Uh, and sustainability is not primal. It is a legacy. So for me, um, the big challenge is how people understand uh, design and the needs of design. Any changes you would like to see in your industry? The biggest change I would love to see in my industry is the people in need to adopt and embrace sustainability, uh, which refers really to buildings designed to limit humanity's impact on the environment. And this can be achieved through responsible design practices uh, that focuses on sustainability in different design aspects, from planning a project to the use of building materials and to the integration of the built environment into the natural landscape. It is a more eco-friendly approach to the modern-day uh, design and building. And I will end saying that uh, more we are eco, more we go. So more eco, more we go. Any future plans for expansion? To answer that, I will have to quote uh, a friend, a client, and inspiration, uh, a lady called Fatima Suleiman. Uh, she's one of the amazing women entrepreneur in construction business. And she always say this, that if you don't have an African strategy, you don't have a growth strategy. So with that being said, uh, me in few years or my company's growth is to be Pan-African uh, through collaborating with the other design and building companies that are already changing the narrative. And I can mention, for instance, a project we have called Renovate Africa, which will be an educational, collaborative, curated, and documented project about sustainable urbanization across Africa. Africa has the most amazing, authentic, and deep-rooted culture in the world. And we want to bring that on the table, the best that my country can offer. We merge it with what other African fellows has best, and we take it across and to the world. So I am very proud to say that my future, our future at Space Escapes is Africa. I was an owner and I was humbled and excited as well to be part of uh, this episode. 
A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The annual urban inflation rate in Egypt accelerated to 18.7% in November of 2022 from 16.2 in the previous month and almost in line with the market expectations of 18.8%. It's the highest reading since December of 2017, sending inflation above the upper limit of the central bank's 5-9% to 9% target range for the ninth straight month amid the ongoing depreciation of the Egyptian pound and supply shortages. Main upward pressure came from the prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages, by far the most relevant in the CPI basket. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 2.6% in November from a 2.5% increase in the previous month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial and you can find me at With Adorn.